you have more fear in the devil than you have faith in God. And the problem with that is, if it's a fixed fight, why are we like not thinking that we already won? What's good, everybody? Welcome back to the More Purpose Podcast, where we talk faith and finances. I'm your host, Clarence. And your co-host, Marlon. And today, we are here with episode 10. Yes, sir. Out this joint. You feel me? 10. That's a, that's a lot of episodes, bro. 10 episodes? It's been going by pretty quick, though. Nah, no cap. Does it feel like we film uh, 10 episodes? Nah, not, not really. How many episodes did we do last season, Ron? Oh, we did 10. Okay. Yeah, we did. But this season, we be doing more than 10 episodes. Yeah, yeah okay. We'll okay. keep it going. Got gotcha, you, got gotcha, But gotcha. we have a special episode for y'all. It's something I'm very passionate about. As y'all can see, I'm excited. Yeah. But, um... Today, we are talking about how the devil is soft. He's soft. Softest person I know. <laughs> Softest person I know. See, I've been wanting to talk about this for a lot of weeks now. As y'all can see from the past episodes, too, y'all been hearing that at the end, like, us getting excited about it and everything. That's the new mantra, huh? Devil's soft. He's soft. Yeah, I feel it. Like, bro. Don't worry about it. We're about to tap into that, John. Yeah, let's do it. But today, we wanted to just tap into, um, like, how to know what the devil's tactics are for you and your personal life yeah. and your uh, personal convictions and everything. And how to basically fight him off. Yeah. And just how he can disguise himself in good opportunities versus God opportunities and knowing mm-hmm. the difference between the two. But we're going to get right into that thing. So I hope y'all ready. Make sure y'all like, comment, subscribe, send to a friend, and comment down like what your thoughts on the on the episode. Yeah. Let us know what y'all think and give us a review and everything. A little five-star review if y'all you feeling lucky and everything. But <laughs> you ready, bro? Let's do it. All right, bet. So first question or first opening statements. Yeah. Should I do a story like how I did Bible study? Or yes, it... I do. Go ahead. You can go ahead. All right. So you think? I'm going to give you all the, like, the quick little overall story of why I wanted to speak on this. And disclaimer that everybody's personal convictions is different. Everybody's tactics of how the devil tries to get you may be different. But for me, personally, transparently, the devil tries to attack me through lust. So that's been a thing since I was born and everything that when my grandma passed away a couple years ago, the last thing, her last words to me was, Stay away from these girls. So, <laughs> staying away from these girls and everything. That was the last thing she said to me. But it didn't like it didn't get like put together mm-hmm. until I got older and started realizing how the devil was actually trying to get. Yeah, me. like I thought she was me. just saying it. I like, thought she was just saying, young man, funny, yeah, like, stay away from these girls. girls. Yeah. But now it makes complete sense. Mm-hmm. So, I'm gonna tell you the story. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Even though you know the story, I'm gonna tell that's you. Okay, the story, that's okay. That's okay. First time listener. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but basically, long story short, I had a dream where. I was at this party. Mm-hmm. There was a party with a couple friends and everything. We there having fun, so on and so forth. And then while we were there, a couple girls said, yo, y'all should come to our house, come to the crib and everything. Mm-hmm. And then I ended up being at the crib by myself with like eight other girls. That's wild. Already. No cap. <laughs> so there were eight other girls. Six of the girls ended up leaving the apartment. Mm-hmm. I'm there chilling on the couch on my phone, cooling. One of the girls that liked me went and took a shower. The other girl was like, oh yeah, when she got the shower... She gonna come out here and be all over you. I hope you're ready. Like, mm-hmm. get, get your mind right, sir. And I was like, no, I ain't coming for all that. Girl, come out the uh, shower and everything. She was like, come on, let like, no chaser. She's like, come on, let's have sex and everything. Yeah. I said, nah, like I ain't coming for all that. Mm-hmm. Like, you bugging. Like, I ain't coming. I came in to chill, relax, have fun. Yeah. She's like, nah, come on, like trying to like kiss up on me and everything. I was like, no, yeah. no, no. Come on, in my mind, I I know it's, I don't think it's a dream. But I know before I went to sleep, I'm already telling myself, no, like we're not yeah, doing no lustful doing stuff. That, yeah. I, I'm focused on God. I'm focused on being the man he need me to be. Mm-hmm. I'm not falling to no lustful stuff. So I told tell the girl no. And when I tell her no, it was like she said, come on again. But she licked her lips. And when she licked her lips, it was a snake's tongue. Jesus. So when, the, when I seen a snake's tongue, I woke <laughs> up. It had the little hash in the middle. like Yes, the, yes, bro. Yeah, it was crazy. Nah. <laughs> it was crazy. But when that, when that happened, I woke up and I was like, yo, like. 
Yeah. God, well, one, thank you, Lord, that I said no. Because mm-hmm. who knows what would have happened if I would have said yeah and yeah. fell into the lustful thoughts and fell into like the, the urge that, mm-hmm. I, that my flesh had. Yeah. And then two, I was proud because I was like, yo, I told myself no. I was excited because mm-hmm. it's a different feeling when you're constantly falling into lust and sin and everything. And when you finally tell yourself no, it gives you like a different level of confidence. You get a win. No, exactly. Anytime you get a win, you get confidence under your I'm belt. saying you get a sense of confidence in yeah. everything. You'd be like, hold on. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's soft. <laughs> yeah. But mind y'all, during that time, that was when I had finally came to the conclusion of, all right, just out, being outside is not for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm done with that life. Yeah. Yeah, it's not me. I'm, I'm done being outside. Mm-hmm. Y'all know the term of being outside. And then two... <laughs> It was more like the, I'm not trying to be messing with nobody that ha- has no future benefit of where I'm trying to be mm-hmm. at. What pleasure do you get from doing something for that low yeah. one night period and mm-hmm. then afterwards you don't even deal with the person? Yeah. It makes no sense. Waste of time, waste of energy, and waste of purpose. Like mm-hmm. you, it's not, you gain nothing from doing that. Yeah. So I was excited about all that, but it was also a confirmation on what my grandma said on her last words to me was stay away from these girls. Yeah. And that dream was basically a confirmation of God showing me this is the devil's tactics against you. It's going to be woman because mm-hmm. of my lustful, like the urges I have fleshly yeah. with less and everything and how I deal with less. So all that to say, I figured out that his tactics with me was be through less. And it started being put together as far as like when I would be out. Why is it so easy for me to be able to get hooked up with a girl yeah. to be able to go back to a crib and do this, do that, do that, mm-hmm. so on and so forth. And be like, yo, like, why is this like <laughs> happening too eat? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if it's too- and you're not an ugly dude. You know what no, I'm saying? I feel like I'm a handsome person. Yeah. So it's like, but you start thinking about it from like a self-awareness standpoint. Mm-hmm. It's like, why are keep getting kind of situations? Yeah, nah, nah, nah. Why are they like... Repetition. Right, it's like, it's, it's repeating. It's repetition and yeah. everything. And I was like, all right, bet. We read Atomic Habits. What sort of triggers that lead to you getting to this point? Mm-hmm. All right, in my past life, you're going out, having fun, you drinking, whatever it is you yeah. do. And when you're doing that, you're in the mindset of, all right, I'm loose now. I'm having fun. If a girl walk up on me, I'm not ducking no smoke. <laughs> Not ducking no smoke. Uh, that's real. That's for, it's real. We're we gonna be transparent up here, y'all. Yeah. But I'm not ducking no smoke. So in that in that situation, it's like if you're always in that habit of getting led to someone else's house now, or just in the situation of being in a lustful situation, mm-hmm. what's the what's the cons that come with that? Yeah. One, you're with a person that you don't know. Mm. Two, you can catch something. Yes. Three, you can get somebody pregnant. Yes. And the video that I mean, the song that I played by um Bizzle. It's called Bamboozle, and it was saying in Revelations chapter 2, verse 9. But um, in the song, he was basically saying how the goal of the devil is for you to not plant your seed at all. Mm-hmm. Or for you to plant your seed in the wrong thing. Yeah. And for me... Now you stuck with it. Exactly. Yeah. For me, my situation could have been you planting your seed in the wrong person, which for, can then throw you off your purpose. For one temporary... For like, one temporary pleasure. Yeah. But that's a lot of people nowadays in this generation also. Think about how many people like don't get along with like their baby mama or their baby father. Oh, yes. But it was really just a one time, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. But like and you, now, now they stuck. Now you're stuck. Now you're stuck. But that comes from you not having the awareness to be like, dang, how's like what's the situation I always yeah. end up in? And that also comes from you not realizing who you're hanging around that's keep putting you in those situations. Yeah. So for me, after me and you both read Atomic Habits, I was like, all right, bet what's my triggers that can lead me to these situations mm-hmm. that leads to me falling into less? Yeah. What's my um the environment I'll be in? All these different things. So I was like, all right, bet, let's start cracking down on all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Anybody that asks me to go to no club, party, whatever it is, at this time of night, no, I'm not going. Yeah. If it's involving drinks, no, I'm not going. Yeah. The only thing I'm going to is a kickback in my own personal space yeah. over my friends' houses yeah. that I actually know have control over. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And three, 
who's in my circle that's gonna hold me accountable if I am in these situations? Like, who's gonna actually be like, oh no, see, chill, relax. Yeah. Oh nah, he he good. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. if I'm not hanging around these different people or hanging around in these right environments that's gonna keep me safe and keep me on the goals I actually have for myself and what God has for me, then I'll go out. Yeah. But if, I, if none of that's gonna be there, if all those variables not gonna work, or if I don't trust myself enough to be there by myself without having accountability, accountability partners, I'm not gonna put myself in the situation. Yeah. So all that to say. I learned over time, like as I grew older and got more mature, that the devil's tactics against me is less. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to ask you for yourself. I know it may be the same thing or yeah. something else different, but for you, what has been the devil's tactics in your own eyes that he tries to get you to uh, basically like where his tactics throw you off of God's course for you? Okay, uh, definitely, I would definitely say lust also. But then to even go deeper on that, aside from lust, I think for me personally, because my Along with my gifts, because I feel like a lot of our, a lot of the opposition or the tactics that the enemy uses directly correlates with our gifts mm-hmm. in a way. So for me, I'm always speaking. I love people. Yeah. I have a heart for people. So I feel like a lot of times the devil tries to get me in that way mm-hmm. to to pour out and do certain things like to burn myself out with yeah. certain people and and put people around me because I'm such a loving person. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, I take them in. You know what I'm saying? Do this, do that, and whatever. That I stop focusing about what I'm really called to do. So yeah. I believe that's one of the tactics that he gets me also. To elaborate on that, I I second that too because. Ironically, we just had a conversation today of how, yeah. like, today is probably the first day where I'm actually coming to, like, realization of your purpose is a part of, like, it's, yeah. it's, it's going to involve speaking. Mm-hmm. No matter how much I want to do it or not, it's going to involve speaking yeah. in some type of way because somebody needs to hear what I have to say. Mm-hmm. No matter who doesn't like what I have to say, yeah. it's always one person that gets impacted by our words. Yeah. And to go along with that, the devil's tactics can also be to instill fear into you to make you feel like you're not qualified yes. for what God has told you that Always. you're qualified for. Mm-hmm. And for me, I dealt with that for a little minute, like how Moses did in Exodus. Like, um, God telling me, start the podcast. I'm like, God, you got the wrong dude. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm not yeah. the guy for that. I stutter. I talk fast. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know how to put like, my words together and everything. Mm-hmm. I'm not the guy for the job. But that's the, jo- that's the devil's job to instill that fear into you and for you to self-doubt yourself to talk yourself out of God's plan for you. Mm-hmm. And that way, he gets you to stop even making an impact on the people that you're called to make an impact yeah. on. And with me, I had to realize, yo, God told me I, I'm called to do this. I'm going to be a God's word because, again, track record. Like, mm-hmm. if God told me to do it, how many times has God failed me yeah. or still me in the wrong direction? Mm-hmm. Never. So it's like, yo, make sure I'm always following God's uh, voice. And us following God's voice and starting the podcast, the Bible studies, being consistent with everything has led to an uh, overall impact not just with us and the Instagram pages and social medias and stuff, mm-hmm. but in our own city, like the impact is like there. We can see the impact on different people's like um, lives and everything that we changed like, yeah. from God's like giving God the glory. And it's just the fact of you get to know how to dif- differentiate your fleshly thoughts versus God's voice and His Spirit that mm-hmm. He's like trying to show you and push you towards. And the devil will always try to push you out of something that God's trying to push you towards because He's scared of the impact that you actually have, yeah. and He doesn't want God to get the glory from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Whenever God calls you to do something, that always comes with him, like, promising to be with you. Mm-hmm. So I think that's, like you said, with the devil and trying to use fear is that he will try to talk, like, get you to talk yourself out of even showing up mm-hmm. to something God already said you have the victory over. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of times we already have the victory over something, but we don't even show up to the battle because he's already talked us out. And now we got doubt, fear, all this unwanted anxiety mm-hmm. and stress about a situation or whatever you're supposed to do. But it's like, okay, why am I even listening to that voice? Like how we talked about like the one episode, how um, both faith and uh, fear, are, it both takes belief. Mm-hmm. So which one are you going to believe? Like God, who has all power in his hand, he could do anything. If he told you to do it, okay, I got faith that whatever he's calling me to do, it's going to be good. 
or I'm going to put my belief in what the enemy is trying to whisper in my ear. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, you're not the right person. You're not qualified. You don't know enough. You don't got enough money. You don't got enough resources. Mm-hmm. You don't got a following. You don't got a platform. All these different lies that he tries to tell you. And a lot of people bow down to that. And back to uh, the quote that you love by Miles Monroe is, I believe that that's why a lot of the great ideas are in the graveyard. Mm-hmm. Because of that very reason. Because fear, people had some great ideas, but fear came in and shut that down yeah. to where they didn't produce nothing, to where they didn't create nothing, and all that different stuff. And that brings me back to the um, the quote I said when we were doing Bible study and everything, how you have more fear in the devil than you have faith in God. Mm. And That's it's okay. like, how does that work? Yeah. It's like, I'm going to say it again for y'all. <laughs> you have more fear in the devil than you have faith in God. And the problem with that is, if it's a fixed fight, why are we like not thinking that we already won? If it's a fixed fight and we already won, the devil loses. Mm-hmm. Why are we giving the devil even the confidence to feel like he's winning? When it's he's really not. And it's because I, it's a simple solution. Because honestly, it's just a lack of it's a lack of belief in God. Mm-hmm. And the the quick prescription to that to a lack of belief is reading your word and growing closer to God. Because faith comes by hearing, hearing the word of God. Mm-hmm. So your faith cannot be boosted unless you are filling yourself with the word of God and it's coming through your ear gates and stuff like that. Exactly. So people who are struggling with that fear, that just means their bar is not full of faith. Mm-hmm. They have not spent the quality time that they need with God to get their faith to that level to fully trust him with everything. Exactly. And that's a part of it. Like their spiritual armor too. Yeah. Like you need you need your faith to be able to stand tall and mm-hmm. be able to know like, nah, like we're not going for that. Yeah. Like, we already won the battle. Yeah. But to go along with the fixed fight um, saying everything, um, Second Chronicles 20 and verse 17 says, matter of fact, let me go back. Yeah. Second Chronicles 20 verse 15 through 17. It says, he said, listen, all you people of Judah and Jerusalem, listen, King Jehoshaphat, this is what the Lord says. Do not be afraid. Don't be discouraged by this mighty army, but for the battle is not yours, but it's God's. Mm-hmm. Verse 16 says, Tomorrow, march out against them. You will find them coming up through the ascent of Ziz at the end of the valley that opens into the wilderness of Jerul. Verse 17 says, But you will not even have to fight. Yeah. Take your positions, then stand still and watch the Lord's victory. He is with you. Mm. O people of Judah and Jerusalem, do not be afraid or discouraged. Go out against them tomorrow, for the Lord is with you. I'm going to say it again. Verse 17, But you will not even need to fight. Hmm. Fight's already fixed. Yeah. God already won. You just have to show up. Yeah. You just got to show up. But our problem is the devil will instill fear in us to the point where we don't even take the step forward to show up, like you said. Or sometimes we try to show up as us and not show up like with God. We try to show up just us. Because think about it. Greater is he that lives in me mm-hmm. than he that is in the world. Meaning because we have the Holy Spirit living in us. Not greater is me. Exactly. Greater is he. Yeah, so cool. when I believe that greater is he, like I have the greater one inside of me, then I start to act like it. But the problem is we think that we can beat these things. We can defeat the devil. We can overcome lust. We can overcome addiction and all that stuff by ourselves. And that's why every time we're trying to fight it and you you feel like Paul because like, I know to do the right thing, but I'm not doing it. Yeah, it's because you keep trying to do it in your own strength. And, that's and the you're, pro- not, you're not capable. That's the problem. Like, yeah. Take it from me. I tried to beat lust and everything on my own. It does not work. Same, it's a cycle. You may, you may go, you may go a couple of good days, but right after, nah, it don't work because you're not strong enough. You're trying to do it on your yeah, own without God. You all. need God to help. You need to hold His hand. You need Him to walk you through the process mm-hmm. to be able to walk away from it. Because instead of you walking to where God is, you're getting drew, you, the devil drawing you closer and closer yeah, to Him yeah. every time, and you keep flirting with sin. Mm-hmm. Every time you flirt with it, you'll be like, "Oh, no, I ain't gonna do it." And then another situation pop up and be like, all right, maybe I'll just talk to the girl and everything. Mm-hmm. Knowing dang well, it's going to keep leading up to the thing that you're not supposed to be doing. Yeah. And think about um, how I just said a lot of times we put 
our confidence in ourselves and not God. Mm-hmm. Think about on any aspect, the more you get confident in something, whether you play a sport, whether you're perfecting the craft, the more you get confident in something, a lot of times that's when you stop, that's when you stop practicing. A yeah. lot of times that's when you stop doing the things that even got you to that point. So sometimes we get too cocky after we defeated the devil one time. We may have boy. defeated him one time by ourselves, like, oh, I overcame. I, I got this. It. And I I get too comfortable in that place. And it's like, all right, I'm gonna knock you off your horse. Like Bro. I that that's happened to me a lot of times where I thought I overcame just by myself. Mm-hmm. And then I look up, it's like, hold on, God, what like what happened? And God looking at me like you did it in your own, you trying to do it in your own yeah. strength. And it's that's insufficient. But think about all the fighters, like boxers or UFC fighters, that when they start showboating, they think they got the person like figured out. Mm-hmm. And the person come out of nowhere with a haymaker. Yeah. <laughs> they not, now they knocked yeah, out. Yeah. All that showboating led to you getting locked down because you didn't stick to the plan. Mm-hmm. You didn't stick to the plan of holding God's hand and yeah. following him through the path. And let him fight. You wouldn't let his hand go and be like, oh, God, all right, God, I got it from here. Now you yeah. good. Going, going about your day. No. He literally says, show up. The Lord, the Lord's gonna fight. Lord, God, I got it. He yeah. got the battle. You over here trying to step in front of God. Mm-hmm. You can't take. You can't take that beating. Yeah, you can't take it by yourself. God, let God be the shield. Let him do what he got to do. Yeah. But to uh, go along with that, bro, like I also feel like a lot of people need to know the difference between good opportunities versus God opportunities. Mm-hmm. Because, like we said, like if it's a fixed fight and everything, I feel like the devil knows how to counter us in different ways so it doesn't have to be just attacking us through lust mm-hmm. or attacking us through fear it could also be all right bet you're not falling for either one of those okay cool bet i'm gonna go give you what you exactly what you want yeah and with god when we praying like to god and everything we could be asking for something but we don't want to wait on god's timing mm-hmm. we don't want to be patient for it and the devil can literally speed the process up and make it seem like oh the opportunity is now for you to have it's it in a decoy exactly he can send a decoy but whole time you're receiving a jump prematurely, which is going to actually set you back farther because mm-hmm. you don't want to wait on God. Yeah. And I want to tap into 2 Corinthians 11, verse 13 through 15. And it says, I'm reading from the NLT version. It says, these people are false apostles. They are deceitful workers who disguise themselves as apostles of Christ. Verse 14, by I am not surprised, even Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. Mm. Verse 15, so it is, not, it is no wonder that his servants also disguise themselves as servants of righteousness. In the end, they will get the punishment their wicked deeds deserve. I just want to bring that up because if Satan can disguise himself as a symbol of light, right? Mm-hmm. Why don't you think he can disguise himself as a good opportunity? Jesus. Think about that. So we can show up exactly how, like exactly what you want. Exactly what you want. The opportunity that you've been waiting for, he it can look, throw up in that. like it's like everything is in the right place. Like, oh yeah, that's, this, this is God right here. But think, but think about it because it's something that Darius Daniel says. He said the law of first mention, meaning... Everything that's mentioned first in the Bible, a lot of times that uh, senses how everything will play out in the world. So mm-hmm. the first way Satan tried to bait he- man is the same way he would try to bait man the whole like rest of humanity. So think about the Garden of Eden. Satan showed up as a snake. A snake is supposed to be in the garden. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> a snake. A snake is supposed. A snake is. He's at the right place. So if I is it looks normal. Why would he show up at something that's going to catch me? Why would he show up at something that's going to catch me off guard? Like, well, why is that there? It's a snake. A snake is supposed to be in the garden. And that's why they were tricked. So a lot of times the devil will show up in something that it, it looks normal. It's, supposed it's, to be there. it's supposed to be right there. This is supposed to happen this way. It's lined up perfectly. It fits. It fits right there. It fits the puzzle piece. But if you don't got that discernment, if you don't have that personal relationship with God, you're just going to look at him. But, oh, this is, the, this is all it's the normal. right things. This is the time. Like, nah. Nah. I'm not. You might be the first that said that, bro. I'm not gonna lie to you. Nah. Bro said the snake's supposed to be in the garden. It's supposed. Where else would it, where else would a snake be? That was crazy. <laughs> it's different. You in the house and a snake coming. Why is a snake in the house? Yeah, you're in the garden. You see a snake. Yeah. It's the garden snake. It's a, like, 
He's in his natural, he's in his natural habitat. And he showed up and tricked them in his natural habitat. That's what he's doing. He's sneaky. He's sneaky. But that's how sneaky it is. He uh he dis- he Disgu- disguises himself yeah. as an angel of light. But I was crazy. I'm not gonna lie, you just got me stuck with that one, brother. I hope y'all heard that. I hope that ain't go over your head. That's how it be, though. That's really how He's supposed be. to be there. He's supposed to be there. It's going to look like all the things you already like. It's going to look normal. The scenery going to look normal. The scene is set. Yeah. <laughs> but like- It prim- makes sense. Like prime example is like, like I said, like the, the devil would, he's so strategic and sneaky, he will get you to believe that the opportunity that he's presenting you is a God opportunity. Mm-hmm. And then when you're not in relationship with God, if you're not including God and consulting God on, all right, God, is this what it is? You'll mess yourself up. But I, I remember saying in Bible study how- I had the mindset of even when the opportunity presented itself or the opportunity I had, my mind was already made up that God brought this to me. So God's going to say yes to the opportunity of me doing mm-hmm. it. And a lot of times we fall into that trap of I'm already answering for God in my own mind. So when I go to pray, I'm already assuming that he said yes. I, I feel like, and then as a lot of Christians, I feel like we believe in, we believe in a yes God, but we don't believe in a not yet God, mm-hmm. not right now God, yep. or a no God. Mm-hmm. So we only think, oh, God only going to tell me yes. But no, that door closes God too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That no is God too. Yes. I was just talking to Ron about that, about how I was getting like- um, No after no. Well, I kept getting no's after no's. And I actually started, I was praying on it. I started thinking about it. I'm like, nah, this is God. This, this, ain't, protection, no, this ain't no coincidence. But a lot of people only accept the yeses. Yeah, so bro. like like he like you already like premeditated your mind on God's gonna tell me yes yes and then fell right into the trap yeah nah now nah, look dumb mm-hmm. like the opportunity looks so good because like think about it from from the world from world's point of view the opportunity looks well, like well, a, well, it's, well, it's well, a no brainer yeah it's a no brainer opportunity yeah but then it's like but did God say yes right now uh, Dad he something he always says to us is one of these verses it might be in, in Corinthians I don't know which one but it's all things are lawful but all things aren't expedient. So meaning, like, you're allowed to do certain things, but it doesn't mean everything's beneficial for you or everything is wise in that moment. It's not that it's the wrong thing to do, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't mean, it doesn't make it wise to do that right in this moment. And I feel like a lot of people think just because everything is lawful, I can do it. That doesn't mean you should do it right now. That goes right with Ecclesiastes. I don't know what chapter it is, but when it says everything has a time and a season, Mm -hmm. like, right, like you just said, like, right now might not be the time that God said for you to move, Mm -hmm. but the devil can disguise himself to make it seem like, this is the time for you to move. Act yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. Do it right now. And he'll bring that pressure on for you to make a, an unimposed decision without God in it. Yeah. Because you already had, like you said, I had a premature yes already in my mind of God. Yeah, God already said I could do it. This this is, yeah, this confirmation right mm-hmm. here. This is it. And something something we talked about a long time ago is that when you move out of season, you come unprepared. Mm-hmm. Because if I come, if I show up in this wintertime and I show up with shorts and a short sleeve shirt on, <laughs> that's going to bite me. Yeah. For real. Yeah. Or if I come, if I pull up in summertime with a bubble coat on and sweats on, I'm unprepared. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna hurt me. So when you move out of season, when you move out of time, you're never prepared. You're gonna look never you're gonna prepared. look silly. You're gonna look silly. We'll be out that joint looking confused. Yeah. <laughs> you're not gonna have the tools that you need. <laughs> yeah, they're shivering. Yeah. But like, that's just the same thing as far as like there's more confirmation of you not having your spiritual armor all the mm-hmm. way on. Like, you ever been on a ride? You ever been on a roller coaster ride and you pull the like the latch down, yeah. but it's not all the way down? Yeah, but hold I, on, it, it fell loose. Hey, come come put us down. And you think it's locked in? Yeah, yeah. Ride start moving. You like hold on. Yeah, a little, little, stop the ride. You a little bit tighter. Come on, brother. Want <laughs> 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 to tighten this thing That's up? Crazy. But the devil can disguise himself in ways like that, like where it's like you think everything's all good until 
everything starts getting in motion, you be mm-hmm. like, hold on. I don't think like this was supposed to be. Yeah. And for me, I was in that situation where it was like, yo, God, I think this is it. Like, it's time to go. Mm-hmm. And whole time, I didn't have the the courtesy enough to be like, all right, God, is this really what you need me to be doing? Proverbs 3, trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not to your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do, and he shall mm-hmm. direct your paths. But how many times do we end up in these areas because we lean to our own understanding? Yes, bro. You already had up and made, you already made up in your mind this opportunity that I want. It looks good. I'm going to consult you guy after I make this decision. I think exactly. I think you would say yes. So I'm going to yeah. just go ahead and do this without asking. I'm going to assume that you already gave yeah, me Yeah, I'm going to assume you that. You go ahead. Because why wouldn't you? You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's how we look at it. Why, why would you say no? Because again, we over here stuck on world's point of view. Yes. If everybody's saying, oh, that's a good opportunity, you should go ahead and pull the trigger on that. All my friends saying, yeah. Yeah. Everybody's saying, go ahead. And that's the part we miss. God, what is your will? But it's crazy because everybody's saying yes, but the one person that told me no was my wise counsel, which was dad. Mm. And he said, son, are you sure? That you want to do this, or will you be able to afford to do this? It always points us. Is this the good opportunity for you to do that? You need to pray about it some more. Mm. My mom, I'm not trying to hear none of that. Yeah, no, it's what you need. It's a good opportunity. My friend said, "Let's go ahead and pull the trigger." I think it's a good opportunity too. We're gonna take over this opportunity. We about to lock in. Yeah. Eight months later, I'm in the hole. Hey boy, looking dumb. And that's why you do need wise counsel all around. You need wise counsel, Mm -hmm. but. When we get in that mindset of we think we can do it on our own, we don't want to hear the wise, wise counsel. We don't want to hear the opposite of what we already feel like is the opportunity that we mm-hmm. need to do. We don't ever want to hear the no or not right now or now's not the time. And that's why I did. I didn't want to hear God saying not right now. Yeah. I already gave him the premature yes. I already assumed that he was going to say yes. And in that, I had more faith in myself of knowing how God was going to respond than actually going to God and asking him like himself. Mm. So that's what messed me up. And times like in those situations... When we don't want to be patient, we pay the price. Oh, yeah. You lose, go back to, you're going to lose some. Go back to the last podcast. Like, mm-hmm. patience. Like, break patience down. Like, patience. Like, mm-hmm. I'm paying the price of me being, like, jumping the gun prematurely, mm-hmm. trying to go into that situation. Now, I'm paying more in time and money I have to put out. Now, I'm in the hole that as, m- as amount of money. That's my consequence. That's my consequence. And, and what happens right after that? Whenever that happens, now on the back end, it's like, okay, God, I need your help. Come, of course, and running, of running, course, running right back to God. Of course, he would help you, but he wanted you to come to him in the first place on the first end, like exactly the not, very beginning. Because I didn't even want you to have to go through all of that in the first place. Yeah. Now I'm backtracking. Yeah. Now, now God's looking like, all right, cool. Now it's time to take a step back. Mm-hmm. But yeah, He can always redirect you and get you where you need to be. But it's like you you didn't have to go through none of that in the first place at all. And sometimes you would, sometimes you're not going to have enough time to backtrack. It's some exactly. moment, it's some moments in some seasons of, of your life where. This is not the moment to be making those mistakes. Exactly. This is not the moment. Yeah, Yeah. it's it's gonna cost you too much at the point Mm -hmm. of life that you're in when you get to that stage. You know what I'm saying? I can't afford to make these same mistakes. Like I need to be very strategic on every single thing that's going on, every single opportunity, because I cannot afford to waste more time of my life or my purpose Mm -hmm. or to delay me from getting to where I need to get to. That's crazy, bro. Like devil's so sneaky, like just from the five minutes (laughs) face. But that's also just goes to show like for the viewers especially and us, like, it's important that you build your own personal relationship with God every single day and build that consistent new level of love and intimacy with God and knowing him for yourself. Because when you don't, the devil will catch you on that one day off, the one day you don't decide to read your Bible, Mm -hmm. he will catch you slipping. Yeah. The one day you walk outside without your spiritual armor on, the one day that you don't say, come on, angels, the one day that you don't pray and cover yourself and walk out with your armor ready to go and ready to fight him off, the one day you go out reading your word and knowing them scriptures to mm-hmm. be able to fight off whatever he throws at you that day, we the one day you fall. Even though Romans 3.23 says, all have sin and come short of the glory yes. of God, we all falling short. But 
the one day you don't read your Bible, the one day you don't consult God will be the day that you fall. And you'll be looking back like, yo, God, what happened? Because you, you can't afford not to practice. Yes, bro. You can't be consistent. Yeah, stop. You have to be consistent. You can't afford not to practice, bro. And that'd be the day. The one day you get cocky. Mm-hmm. The one day you let your guard down. You think you, yeah, you put I, your face I, out there. And you think you can fight the devil with no guard up. Yeah, now your head needs to be down. Stay in the gym. Stay in, bro. Stay in the gym. Come on. <laughs> For real. You got to stay you humble. You can't afford to stop practicing. You got to stay humble. And then, listen. You, you, gotta, you have to have the mindset every single day that when I walk out of this house, God, I need you. Mm-hmm. The day you walk out of the house and be like, God, you can stay home. I got it. Yo, See what happens. Hey, listen. See what happens. I don't ever want to walk outside and God staying home. I did that a couple times. Keep and Keep me in the house every- with God. Listen, exactly. Keep me in the house That's with God. That's crazy. I did that a couple times. And every time I walked out of the house, I came back with a, with a needing a Band-Aid. <laughs> God, heal me. <laughs> Help me. Come back home, need to hop in a bathtub with Epsom stuff. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Getting beat on. That's crazy. God looking like, fight back. Nah, go out. You want to go out there fight back? Yeah, show me some. <laughs> So you don't need a coach. You don't need a coach. You go out there. You don't need a corner. You don't want to yeah, obey. Yeah. All right, go ahead, dude. Go ahead, yeah. See what happens. You can come right back to me. Don't worry about it. Yeah. But that's <laughs> that's a crazy. <laughs> wait, wait, look on the <laughs> since you said corner, just think about boxers. Think about them thinking like they don't need their coach. You know how they be um when they getting beat up real bad and the coach be ready to throw the white towel in. Yeah. Like, no, don't throw the white towel. Don't throw the towel in. Don't throw the towel in. All right. All right. <laughs> you keep getting beat. <laughs> you keep fighting. <laughs> You great, keep fighting. That ain't crazy yeah. work, bro. Man, I just goes to show y'all, bro. Like, I have to be aware of the devil's tactics. Mm-hmm. You have to pray and ask God for the discernment to know what's the devil's tactics for your personal life. Like, yeah, because tactics is different for everybody. Because everybody is not open to the devil's tactics in the same way. Like, certain people have more discipline in other ways than others. Mm-hmm. So the same way as someone else may have more discipline, less they might have less discipline in when their environments yeah. of maybe be, maybe fighting or cursing or drugs, whatever it is, mm-hmm. or anything that may not be like Christ. Like, the devil can get you in any ways that will put you back into that same environment. Yeah. Like, if you're working on anger management, the devil knows exactly how to tick you off to get you to, back to that point to mm-hmm. where now you act out of, out of anger instead of yeah. acting out of peace and love. And it'll set, you right, it'll set you right back every single time. Mm-hmm. And that one second of you thinking out of being mad and envy or whatever it is can set you back years yeah. versus you acting in peace and love and actually thinking about what you're about to do before you do it. Yeah, to, to that point, I do want to say to know the devil tactics in your life, watch what you, like, open your eyes, sit down and look at what you have been attracting the last few years. And I'm not just talking about people. I'm talking about situations. I'm talking about drama, beef. Do I keep showing up in the same situation? Mm-hmm. How is the devil trying to get me in this situation? Do I keep attracting the same type of people? You know what I'm saying? Like, do, do the people that I uh, go out with or I start dating, are they the same type of people every time? Because a lot of times that is some, something assigned to you. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we're oblivious to it. Like, why do I keep attracting people that are like broken like yeah, this? Like, like and it's used to drain you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So look around at what you are attracting. And because I don't believe that stuff shows up in your face all the time as a coincidence. But until you become aware or get clarity on okay i've seen this too many times mm-hmm. until you open your eyes and see that you're not gonna know how to defeat it and you're gonna stay in that same that same cycle so at all bro. look at what you're attracting yo 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 yeah, yo right time there. out time out you right you right here yeah i know you're not watching this video yeah ain't like and subscribe listen what you doing what are you doing why are you playing <laughs> you know you know bro come on now like real talk i thought we, I thought we was family so go ahead and hit that like button Hit that subscribe button and also hit that little bell because when you do that, you'll get every alert for when we post. We don't want you to just be a stranger part of this channel. We want to we want to bring you into the family. You know what I'm saying? You never know what episode may drop that you may need for your life right now in this very moment. Exactly. So turn the post notifications on. 
We love you. We appreciate you. And we hope you enjoy the rest of this episode. And also to add on to that, bro, like, I just want to elaborate on why we're calling this the devil is soft is because I got so fed up to the point where it was like, I told Marlon, I was like, bro, the devil's so soft. Like, it was, it was making me mad. It was, I was heated. Yeah. But the story behind that was I had made up in my mind. I said, yo, I'm not doing nothing lustful no more. Like, I'm mm-hmm. done. I'm fed up. I'm free from these shackles that the devil had programmed in my mind that I was attached to. Yeah. I had thought I was enslaved to it. Mm. I was like, no, Romans says I'm not enslaved to it at all. Yeah. Jesus died for my sins. I'm free from everything. Mm-hmm. So I can tell my flesh no. That's why I get in the habit of telling my flesh no, winning in battle after battle after battle. And it got to the point where it was like, the devil couldn't get me while I was awake. He was so soft that he couldn't get me while I was awake, so he had to try to get me in my sleep during my dreams. Yeah. So it got to the point where every time I go to sleep, he'll start giving me lustful dreams. And I'll be waking up be like, bro, what? Like, what's going on? Yeah. Like, why am I thinking about this? I'm not, I didn't even go to sleep looking at nothing. Mm-hmm. Why am I having dreams about girls and this and that? What's going on? What's happening? Yeah. And it got to the point where I start texting Marlon and be like, bro, the devil tried to get me in a dream like this, give me a lustful dream. Mm-hmm. And now this, 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 and this is happening. I was like, bro, he is soft. Like, why can't he just get me while I'm awake? Yeah. Knowing, but when I know when I'm awake, I have the discipline to fight everything off because yeah. I'm in mean, my word heavy. Like, I'm like, I'm probably the, the highest I've ever been spiritually. Like, mm-hmm. I'm locked into a T. Like, nothing getting past me. I yeah. know everything that he throwing my way. No, move. <laughs> mm-hmm. Blocking off everything. And it got to the point where it's like, that was like, all right, bet. Now I'm going to get you in your dreams. And him getting, getting me in my dream led to me waking up. Now I felt defeated. So now I'm falling back into the sin. Yeah. And I was like, dang, he got me like that. Like, he couldn't, he couldn't stand see me beating him while I'm awake, mm-hmm. while I'm conscious. That he had to get me in my dream. And him getting in my dream led to me feeling defeated in, real, in reality. Yeah. And now I'm actually falling back into the sin willfully. Mm-hmm. Same thing I said when we was in Bible study. Like, you'll say no so when someone's saying, hey, yo, like, they, say if you say, I want to stop smoking, whatever it is, mm-hmm. and all your friends saying, yo, come smoke this, come smoke this, come smoke that, you're saying, no, no, no. You, now you end up in a hot box with your friends. Mm-hmm. You're not smoking, but now you done got secondhand smoke, yeah. and now you're high again. Mm-hmm. Next day you know, matter of fact, I was already high yesterday. <laughs> Might as well smoke my That's own good. today. <laughs> but you see, you see, it's subtle, though. It's sneaky and subtle. You'll say no. But then he'll still get you in the situation unintentionally. I might as well hit this J. <laughs> that, will lead, that will lead you into doing it on your own timing. Yeah. Now you're saying yes to it when you just went a whole three, four months That's real. That's while real. doing it. That's real. And now you have to start back over. Now you have to get back in the mindset of no. And now you're mad at yourself. Now you heat it. Mm-hmm. He is soft because he's that sneaky to get you yeah. in your lowest money and your most vulnerable moment when you're not thinking about it. And then he'll get you. He's so sneaky that he'll get you to do it to yourself. Yeah. Like. The joint when Bamboos, when he was in the song, he was saying, We fight to do this stuff to ourselves. Look, my no hands. Like, mm-hmm. that now he's basically saying, like, Look, my no hands of saying, Hey, Ma, I'm sending so good. You ever rode a bike with no hands and said, Ma, look at me, I'm riding with no hands? Like, Hey, Ma, I'm sending so good that I can do it with no hands. That's really <laughs> that's crazy. crazy. Like, it's crazy. Like, really think about that. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, the devil got me in the habit of doing this so good, I can do it without thinking about it. Mm. I can masturbate without thinking about it. Yeah. I can lust out this girl without thinking about it. I can go smoke this weed without thinking about it. I can go get drunk and do this without thinking about it. Like it's a it's a habit now. It's yeah. a bad habit at that. Yeah. To the point where it's like it takes no effort to do this. It's my natural uh result to do this. Yeah. I'm depressed, I'm gonna go drink a bottle. Mm-hmm. You got he got you in a box so comfortable that you don't even think about the way of, of what it's really doing to you long term. Yeah. And now you have to ba- try to regrow yourself out of that hole. You have to get, get yourself out of that box, open a new door, and it's got to free you from that sin, that lustful thoughts, the, the shackles, whatever that is that he got on you, mm. and rebuild out of there because you're not called to be stuck in that situation. Yeah. You're called to be out of that. You're called to be the light. You're called to be the gener- general uh, curse breaker in mm. your family 
but you're not gonna ever break it if you don't have no faith that God can help you out of it. Yeah. Like I just want to tap into that and break that down. But I also wanted to make y'all realize that if Jesus got tempted by the devil, what makes you think the devil not gonna tempt you? Mm. Like, we not here to like the devil's gonna tempt you even more dang near. <laughs> like And it's and it's not even just lust and drinking and smoking and all of that stuff. When we say tempt, we mean anything. Anything. Tempt you to get angry. Yeah. Tempt you to want to fight. Tempt you to want to lash out. Tempt you to want to get out of character. Anything like, that's not Christ-like. Like, yeah, anything that's not, that does not align with God's character. Like, it's a whole bunch of ways that he can tempt you. And only you, only you know you're, the way the devil can tempt you. So, for you, it may not be sex. For you, it may be, you have a, you got a short temper. Yeah. Anybody say something to you, you ready to, you know pop what I'm saying? Up. You ready to pop up. You Peter, you feel me? So, <laughs> like, you, yeah, so you got to know yourself also. You have to know yourself so you can know exactly how he wants to uh, tempt you and trick you up. And for those that don't know the scripture of when Jesus got tempted by the devil, mm-hmm. it's Matthew chapter 4 and it's verses 1 through 11. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but... I'm going to read the um, first three sentences real quick. It says, Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted there by the devil. For 40 days and 40 nights he fasted and became very hungry. Yeah. Verse 3, During that time the devil came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become loaves of bread. Mind y'all, verse 2, it says, For 40 days and 40 nights he fasted and became very hungry. And that's another way of saying, like, Jesus is in his most vulnerable state. Mm-hmm. He's sacrificing stuff for God. Yeah. I was sacrificing my flesh of lust and everything for God telling him, no, I'm not falling to my flesh no mm-hmm. more. And the devil snuck in and got me my most, most yeah. vulnerable time. Yeah. While I'm trying to do something right for God, mm-hmm. he gets you and be like, no, come focus back over here. Yeah. So verse four, it says, but then Jesus told him, no, the scripture says, people do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. And then, and then the devil took him to the holy uh, city, Jerusalem, to the highest point of the temple. And he said, if you are the son of God, jump off. For the scripture says, he will order his angels to protect you and they will hold you up with their hands so you won't even hurt your foot on the stone. And as the story goes on, Jesus basically is debating the devil, like fighting him back with scripture as the devil is trying to feed him scripture to say what he wants it to say. Mm-hmm. But that's why it's so important for us to know the word ourselves because the devil knows scripture too. So it's but like... Not, but but. Not even just know, because if you just said the devil knows scripture too, it's not just enough to know the word, but to apply, apply the it. word. Yeah. Because think about what you just said. He fasted for 40 days, 40 nights. He's in his most weakest form, yes. most vulnerable form to, to the enemy. But in his weakest time, in his lowest moment, he still mustered up enough strength to, to apply, apply the word. Mm-hmm. Think about how many times we are down bad and we can't muster up enough strength to apply the word. I know what the word says. Yeah. I know it says um, I've been freed from sin and all this stuff. Am I using and I still, it? But I still fold even though mm-hmm. I, I knew no the scripture. Word, yeah. I, I might have that scripture in the back of my head, but because I didn't say it out of my mouth, because I didn't apply it, I just fell to the sin. So a lot of us, we be in our weakest moments or we be down bad and we know the scripture, but we don't we don't want to apply it. And it's better to, like, I, it's not good enough just to know the word. Yes, the Pharisees bro. knew the word. Yes, you know bro. It's not good enough to just know the word. It's, it's You have to be able to apply the word. And that's why we have the Holy Spirit, like, to help us in that. Yeah. Bro, definitely have to apply it because... Like you said, like, what good is it? But I know people that say, I, mean, I read the whole Bible, but has your life changed? Yeah. Have you applied any scriptures that, you know, you read the whole Bible, but have you applied any of the scriptures that you just read? But think about, I always think about it because everything is practical. Think about on a school level. Think about on a school level. You may have read that whole textbook. Can you apply the knowledge you just learned in that book? What Simple. what good, would actually sit and think about it. You re, you're reading Atomic Habits. Yeah. A great book about habits. And we all like to read books, self-help mm-hmm. books and stuff like that. What good it, are those books if we can't apply that information? Yes, bro. Like, what good, what does it do? What are you learning? You didn't, you, nothing. What are you learning? Nothing. Like, same thing, like practical level. Same thing, if God, 
if you're going through the same test over and over again, it's the reason why you're going through that test and mm-hmm. everything. And until you apply the solution to get out of that test, you're going to keep going through it. Yeah. You're going to keep picking the same person that, that keeps putting you through the same harm and, and mm-hmm. everything else that goes along with that. Yeah. Like, if you keep picking the same answer that's wrong, you're going to keep getting the wrong answer until yeah. you pick the right answer. Like, yes. you have to find a solution to how to get out of these situations. And, and God, because he does test us, because God doesn't tempt us. Temptation is the devil, and it comes from not just the devil, because some of it is our own fleshly Flesh. desires. Mm-hmm. So not just the devil, because we don't want to give him too much credit, but the devil sometimes and our own fleshly desires. But God tests us to do the right thing. So mm-hmm. he puts us in tests to do the right thing. He doesn't tempt us for us to fall to sin. Nah. God tests us to do the right thing. And I want to say to um to testings because with just life testings in general I always well we always think about the story of Job mm-hmm. and a lot of times people always say whenever they talk about the story of Job they always talk about how oh the devil had to ask for permission like you know what I'm saying like mm-hmm. he had to ask God for permission and stuff like that to even mess with Job yeah. and, to, and like for him to be able to do that stuff but I want to point something out to y'all also on tests I'm glad you said that so in Job chapter 1 verse 6 it says one day the members of the heavenly court came to present themselves before the Lord and the accuser Satan came with them. Where have you come from? The Lord asked Satan. Satan answered the Lord. I have been patrolling the earth, watching everything that's going on. Verse eight says, then the Lord asked Satan. Okay, again, then the Lord asked Satan, have you noticed my servant Job? He is the finest man in all the earth. He is blameless, a man of complete integrity. He fears God and stays away from evil. And then verse 9 says, Satan replied to the Lord, yes, but Job has a good reason to fear God. You have always put a wall of protection around him, his home, and his property. You have made him prosper in everything he does. Look how rich he is. But reach out and take everything away that he has, and he will surely curse you to your face. The reason mm-hmm. I brought this up is because we always talk about, I mean, the devil having to ask for permission for it to mess mm-hmm. with us. But if you actually go back and read it, verse 8, when, when, uh, when the Lord asked Satan, where have you been? He said, I've been patrolling the earth. God brought Job's name up. Mm-hmm. He said, look, he said, where have you been? He said, I've been patrolling the earth. Verse 8, the Lord said, Have you noticed my servant Job? Have you- Job wasn't even in the conversation. Have you seen him? So, and what I mean by the reason I brought that up is because God will put you in test to prove himself right. Let me tell you something. God brought you so the, so the, so the very trial and tribulation you're in because a lot of times we give the devil too much credit. The devil didn't brought me here. Like no, no maybe God put you in that test to prove He wants to prove Himself right. Yeah, but every time we fold, we prove the devil right. <sighs> For real, same thing about it. He he brought Job up. So everything that got took from Job, yes, God allowed it. The devil like was saying like, okay, if you take everything, he's gonna curse you and all of that stuff. But God mentioned Job's name. So that very thing you're going through right now, God selected you to go through it, to prove himself right. So he, him and the devil are having a whole conversation in the heavenly court. Yeah, I'll put him in this situation. He ain't going to fold, though. Let's break it down even further. Make it practical for them. Yeah. That's like, that's like me and you betting on something. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, like, yo, Tom Brady, the best quarterback out here. Yeah. He look like, no, he going to fold. Like, when he play against this team right here, they going to get him. He going to fold yeah. like a book. And I look like, no. <laughs> I got my boy right here. Like, yeah. he going to get right because yes. he, he been putting the work in. He been locked in. He been serving me every time, mm. doing his thing. And devil looking like, all right, bet we're going to see. Yeah. And God's saying, now go ahead. You can throw whoever you want to throw at him. Throw whatever tattoo you want to throw at yeah. him. Let's see what happens. You got my money on him. I got my money on him. Like, God basically saying, I'm betting on Clarence yes. to fight through this and pass this test. Mm-hmm. Devil looking like he's going to fold. He said, if you take everything away from him, he'll curse you. That's what he told God. Yeah. He said, he literally said, he said, Job has a good reason to worship you. Basically mm-hmm. saying that 
Job has such a good life, he has no reason to not trust you. Yeah. You gave him everything. He's blessed. Mm-hmm. He that like all of this stuff. Why wouldn't he trust you? You know what I'm saying? He mm-hmm. has a great life. Now you take everything away from him. I bet you. He if go- you put him in a situation where he goes down bad, he gonna curse you. And so like- God, God said, okay, I take you in that. I take you in on that bet. <laughs> I take you in on that bet. You feel me? So but it's crazy though because a lot of times people don't have the awareness to know that though to mm-hmm. know that in the situation of saying why me, God, instead of saying why not me. And God is the one that brought your name up. He the one brought your name up. Yeah, he said, "Yeah, I want that. I want that one right there. Go ahead and put him through that one." Hey, both of your parents died. Yeah, I, I chose you. I chose you to go through That's that. Really crazy. You got ab- you got abused. I chose you to go through that. Like, in you, you got cancer. I chose you to go through that. In, anything, any trial. And that's really an honor, though. It is on. It's a privilege, but it's a, but, it's a privilege, that, yeah. but that's where faith comes into play because other people look at it like you said. God, why me? They throw a pity party yeah. instead of playing the cards that was dealt them. Why is this happening to me? Why is this happening to me? Why was I dealt these cards? Oh nah. God, God literally chose you. But like, bro, how dad said in church, bro. Like, I've been I've been in countless situations playing Uno against a person that has all the trick cards in their hands, mm-hmm. and I have straight numbers. And you won with the numbers. And I won with the numbers, like knowing they well they had the better hand. Mm-hmm. But it's based off my strategy of how I'm using these numbers right here. And when you're using God's strategy versus your own fleshly trying to mm-hmm. do it yourself, you'll end up winning anyway, regardless of what your hand was dealt. But some people don't win because they're so, they're so busy looking at other people's hand. That person's life is better than mine. They got a better situation than me. They got both of their parents in the home. Oh, I was in foster care. I was in this. I was in that. I didn't have the resources. I didn't have the money. So now because I'm looking at their hand, I'm not realizing this, the very situation that I'm in, I've been placed in this situation for a reason. And that means if I'm in this situation, I have what I need to win. In other words, the very, situa- the very situation that you're in will be the very situation that gets you out. Yeah. So yeah. the very situation that has you in the hole will be the very situation that gets you out mm-hmm. of the hole. Like you said, I keep bringing this up every time because the chosen thing really blessed me. Like mm-hmm. Matthew, uh, John was talking to um, Matthew and he was saying, if Jesus of Nazareth has called you to go on a journey with him and everything right now and you don't feel qualified right now, it means that if he called you right now where you at right now in the season that you're in, you have everything that you need right now. Mm-hmm. To get where you need to be, and everything else will come in time. Yeah. So for those that feel like they're not they're not qualified, if God has called you to do something, but you feel like you don't have everything that you need to get there, that means God already told you that you have everything you need right now to do what He has called you to do on whatever assignment mm-hmm. it is. But you have to have the faith and the mindset of, all right, God, what tools do I have to fulfill this assignment yeah. that you gave me? And everything, as soon as I take one step, He'll start giving you the other things that you need, the, mm-hmm. the people that you need to help you out. Yeah. The tools, the the resources, whatever it is. It just takes for you to have the faith to take one step. Yeah. Listen, boy. <laughs> you going down with though. When he said God bring your name, that's crazy. He's soft. But think, but think, think about God how, bring his name? think about how soft he really got to be though. For God, God brought you, God brought you up and didn't allow the devil to do what he had to do. Boy. Like that's how soft he is though. That thing is really crazy. Like he really is soft. Like, Listen, like and for those also, this is another trick because we can drop some t- tips and tricks for them mm-hmm. too. Like, a trick for me that helped me, kind of other people that's watching this that go through lust or different things that they go through personally that the devil constantly put in your mind of depression, like, anger, sadness, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Like, different ways to get out of that is, one, knowing your word and applying it. And then, two, what's the, um, it's a, I think it's in James, where it's basically, like, it, like, when declaring your words out loud, like, what is it? Mm-hmm. Uh, but the power of your tongue, basically. Okay. Power but death and life are in power. Yeah, death and life is in the power of tongue. I mean, life and death, but like, yeah, life and death is in the power of tongue. Yeah. But onto that, the tricks that I've been I've been using that's helped me like actually fight off the devil is actually declaring my power over my flesh out loud. Mm-hmm. So if I'm driving, 
And I get a random lustful thought. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm like, devil got out of here, bro. I'm not on none of that. Yeah, rebuke him out loud. But one, that's not my thought. Yeah. Why am I thinking about that? Yeah. I'm not trying to think about that. I'm trying to focus on what God has mm-hmm. me to focus on. And now I'm getting random thoughts about this and that. Yeah. No, that's not me. I don't want the urge to go smoke a blunt right now. Mm-hmm. I don't want the urge to go drink and go yeah. do this. I don't want the urge to go curse this person out. Mm-hmm. I don't want the urge to go fight and do this. Yeah. No, that's not me. That's not my thought. Out loud, no devil, you're not finna get me move on going about today. Mm-hmm. Like Jesus had to tell the devil no three times. He had to fight him back with, with God's word three times yeah. for the devil to flee. Mm-hmm. So how many times do you think the devil gonna tempt you until you get him out of there and get that thought out of your mind? I just thought about something. Cause now I kind of I kind of take back what I said. Now that I've been sitting here, because I was going to give them a tip, I was going to say fast. Mm-hmm. Because fasting is starving the flesh. So, yeah. so, But don't overthink fasting. You want to starve the flesh or whatever that is you crave and replace it with intimacy or devotion with mm-hmm. God. So prayer, reading, worship music, whatever whatever things that trigger you or tempt you to get into it. So whether it's music is tempting you into lust, like whether mm-hmm. it's watching TV, however long God leads you to fast, take that out. Take all of that out. So if you if you do a week, Okay, I'm not watching this this week. I'm not listening to secular music this week, whatever. And I'm just going to fill myself with strictly God because that strengthens your spirit, man, and that subdues the flesh. But the thing I said I was going to take back is because in the passage where he got tempted, he was fasting for 40 days and 40 Mm -hmm. nights. And we said he was in his most weakest, vulnerable state. But in actuality, in reality, in actuality, he was in his strongest state. No cap. Actuality, like because he's closer to God in that moment. That like, yes, yes, physically, yeah, spiritually, spiritually. No, physically, he was in his weakest. Yeah, physically, he's in weakest. Spiritually, spiritually, he was in his strongest state because that's why he had. That's good. That's why he had enough strength to muster up and apply the word. So a lot of times you may know the word, but you don't apply it. That means it's time to fast. It's time to consecrate so that you can get that strength to subdue the flesh. That's blowing my mind. Jeez, that was good. I was thinking about the whole time we talking. Cause you have to break it down like that. Cause physically, yes, yes. physically he's in his weakest. Yes, weak, and that's what we meant by that. He was, he was a weak. It was a weak moment. Yeah, because I haven't most vulnerable. Ate. I haven't You're eaten. weak because I haven't eaten. And he's asking, "Oh, you want bread?" You know what I'm saying? Yes. He tempted with all the right things, but spiritually, yeah, you're already in the mindset of God. I'm doing all this for you. Yes. So I'm, a, I'm already in tune with you. I'm already in yes. relationship with you. I'm already holding your hand. Yes. So now it's Probably easier for me to fight the devil off because I'm locked in on what you just told me to lock in on. Yeah. I'm about to throw you out the room, bro. Oh, no. We're going to throw God out the room for that. <laughs> nah, hey, listen. Ron, go ahead and clip him saying God brung Job up. That ain't crazy. No, I, that's I w- cr- I'm so stuck on that. That's crazy. Because, no, because I really, facts. because every time we read Job, we, that's the first thing people say. Like, the devil had to ask permission from God. And, like, if you actually sit back and read it, Job's name was brought up by who first? Read it again, bro. Go back and read it again. I've been <laughs> reading it recently. I was like, I, I, I read it and I went past it. I said, hold on. Cause I just believe, you know how sometimes you listen to what other people say, like the devil had to ask permission. Yeah, I went back and read it. I'm like, God brought Job up. The devil even the devil, Job did, up. the devil didn't say nothing about Job. He said, he said, where have you been patrolling the earth? Have you have you noticed Job? I'm like, God, what does Job have to do with yeah. this conversation? Why bring me up? <laughs> have you have you noticed Job? Job caught a whole stray. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> he caught a stray. But that goes back to when we pray for, all right, God, give me the strength. Yeah, give me the discipline. Yeah, I got you. Give me the knowledge. Yeah, I got you. I right, bet. Right. Yeah. I'm going to give it to you, but the way you're going to get it is by him tempting you to yeah. go the opposite way mm-hmm. and by folding. Mm-hmm. Let's see if you fold real quick. Yeah. All right, God, give me the strength. All right, bet. Don't come over there. You. I'm going to test you to do the right thing. Here's eight girls that's your, all your type. Mm-hmm. What you going to do? And again, God's not. Te- do? God doesn't tempt you. He doesn't tempt you. Yeah, the devil, you. the devil is going to tempt yeah. you. Yeah, but God tests you to do the right thing. 
I, are you going to say no to your flesh yeah. or are you going to say yes to your spirit? Mm-hmm. Yes or no? That's really crazy, bro. And think about it. They say it's a sin to know the right thing to do and don't do it. That's a sin. Mm. You, but that's that's where the problem of flirting with sin comes in. Because you'd be like, you're over there thinking like, I shouldn't be doing this. But my flesh, I really want to. That's why I says casting down every thought and that imagination. Like how dad always says, casting down is violent. So mm-hmm. that means as soon as it comes in your head, like how you no. speak, like how you speak out loud, no, no, it's violent. Because when you like you flirt with it in your mind, it's like, okay, like you t- you t- I know it's wrong, but I'm gonna just continue to think about yeah. it. Yeah. You end up acting it out. But as soon as it comes to mind, it's like, all right, nah, nah, get out. In yeah, <laughs> yeah, other words, go. for the fellas, you on your social media, you you scroll, yeah, you see you, you see a picture. I'm good, I ain't gonna fold. All right. <laughs> you see you see a picture on your timeline. Yeah, all right. All right, scroll pad. Now you go back to go to the page. Now you're going through the whole page. He in somebody's closet. He's in my closet. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, you need to fast. <laughs> bro, we hope that <laughs> <laughs> we hope these tips helped y'all out, bro. We hope these, y'all have your uh, your own personal view on like different tactics of the way that the devil can be like tempting you personally. And we hope that it just gives you the reassurance to get better in your own relationship with God because you have to constantly be in relationship with God yeah. to build your spiritual armor and to become stronger in your faith and build your faith muscles to trust God always. Yeah. Like, when you're not in tune with God, you're more vulnerable to be tempted by the devil. Yeah. So you have to make sure that you're focusing on what God has in store for you because if not, as soon as you get off track and lose focus, what happens when you're driving and you lose focus? You can get in a car accident. Mm-hmm. Now you set back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So make sure that y'all locked in on what y'all need to lock in on. Make sure you're building your faith muscles. Make sure you're staying in your word, praying, being intimate. And just reaching new levels of relationship with God. Because every relationship gets a new level of relationship every single day. Yeah. The more you're in tune with it. The more you're trying to work towards it. And the more that you're ambitious on learning more about God. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to build that. Um, but other than that, long story short, the devil's soft. Make sure you're declaring, like, telling the okay. devil get out of here out loud. Like, tell him he's soft to his face. Yeah. Like, I be in the car, the devil, you soft, move. Like, mm-hmm. move before I fire you with my hands. Yeah. And I be like, God, get him out of here before I put my hands on him. Listen, <laughs> listen. He, he got to get out of here. But I hope this uh, instilled some confidence in y'all. Anything you want to say to them? Nah, this is a good one. Just keep fighting. Um, Fight back. Yeah, you got it. You you only got it through the Holy Spirit, though. That's, Facts. That's the only you, way you have. You to need do. God. So remember that greater is He that lives in you than He that is in the world. The, the devil is not. He's not stronger than the Holy Spirit. He's not stronger than God. So you utilize the great one that's already inside of you, and you will win every single time. So, every single time. Yeah. Make sure y'all like, comment, subscribe. Join our Patreon too for behind the scenes and more intimate view in our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and make sure you send it to a friend that may be going through this, that may be struggling with falling to sin, and that you're seeing your people don't fall to it, but you don't know the words to say. Yeah. Send them this video; we might might be able to help them out. Yeah. And leave a review. Let us know what y'all thought about this video. And other than that, we love y'all. We appreciate y'all support always. Yes, y'all be safe. Love. love. Good episode, my boy. Great episode. Great episode. Yellow. Yeah,